Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And we're glad you are. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. We're glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon, and we appreciate you tuning in to the Eagle Hour. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Fridays are a great time to visit Dickie's. What a good Friday night meal for you and your family. It's always fresh and delicious. You can enjoy it in the dining room, take it home. They'll leave a deliverer to you. Dickie's Barbecue, we appreciate their support of the Eagle Hour. Jack Duggan's going to join us later in the show. Got a lot of news about Southern Miss Kids, uh, former Golden Eagle baseball players, making it big in professional baseball. We're going to be talking about that. And then Luke and I have some uh, weekend uh, wrap-ups to uh, share with you. But first... We want to bring Newton Mueller onto the Eagle Hour. He is a former Golden Eagle basketball player from 1989 to 1993, played for the legendary and the great M.K. Turk, and was just recently named as the new head basketball coach at Jones College in Ellisville. And uh, Coach Mueller, congratulations on your new job, and welcome to the Eagle Hour. Hey, I certainly appreciate you guys having me today. Jones is a great school. We do a lot uh, at Super Talk with Jones College, a great winning tradition, uh, heck, national championship tradition at Jones. So I know you must be excited about such a great opportunity. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Um, I, I have really been looking forward uh, to the opportunity to, uh, to get my chance to move up to the college level. And uh, When this position came open at uh, Jones, it was something that I certainly was intrigued about. Uh, obviously, as you stated, I played at the University of Southern Mississippi, and you know, this is an opportunity for me to, to have a chance to kind of come back home. Jones has always been uh, a special place. It's got great people and great leadership, and so I just thought this was a win-win situation uh, for me. And you were taught very well. You played for the great M.K. Turk, in my view, and I knew him personally and uh, was very fortunate to uh to think that he called me one of his friends at one point, uh, such a legendary figure in Southern Miss sports history, not just basketball. What did you learn from Coach Turk? Well, Coach Turk, uh, as you just stated on, um, for me, he was one of the best basketball coaches that I had ever played for. Uh, his work ethic is what really stands out to me. Uh, every day he brought a work ethic, to Reed Green and to his team, and he instilled in us what, what that actually meant. And then number two, uh, toughness. Uh, Coach Turk went out and he looked for tough players. We had tough practices. We had a tough schedule. Um, so, so leadership and, and work ethic and toughness, really in my coaching, uh, I go back to those three areas because that's what he instilled in his players. And during that time, uh, obviously everybody knows uh, Reed Green was, was jam-packed. It was exciting basketball. It was up and down. We shot a lot of threes. We had a good time. Um, but more importantly, 
you know, we respected each other as a team, and that all started with the leadership of, of Coach Turk and, and obviously uh, our, our assistants and Coach McGinnis and Coach Moore, uh, who, who to this day dearly I, I, I still try to talk to. So uh, those are three key principles that I learned from, from M.K. Turk. And I understand that you uh, pushed around and dominated the spoon in practice a lot. Well, I can tell you, I did everything I possibly could. Um, that that is a, a that uh, not many people can no, no, can say no. that they tried to do. But I can tell you this: uh, having Clarence Weatherspoon as a teammate not only made me a better basketball player, but it made me a better person. Uh, he is one of the finest guys that that, that that people will meet, and I know a lot of people around Hattiesburg know that. But just a great individual but a guy who also brought what Coach Turk was looking for, and that was that toughness mentality. And he took every practice just like it was a game. And, uh, man, there were days I wasn't sure I was ready to practice, but I, I realized real quick if I didn't, he was just going to eat me up all day, every day. So <laughs> I, I had to get better as we as we move forward through it. Right. Let's get in here with uh, Coach Miller. Coach Miller, thanks so much for coming on uh, today. The last 12 years you've been at Center Center Hill High School uh, because of COVID last year. You're still uh, you were the defending state champs and uh, man, just a, a great run up there you had. But one of the things you said in your press conference is uh, you, you mentioned that you know getting the opportunity to coach college basketball had been a dream of yours. And man, how cool is it to come back to to Jones College within 20 minutes of your own stomping grounds at Hattiesburg? Yeah. It- it's a dream come true. Um, you know, I had done everything that I wanted to do on the high school level. Really, a couple of years ago, I really started thinking hard about moving into college basketball. And, you know, on the high school level, the ultimate goal is a state championship. Uh, we had been there twice. I'd been to the Final Four four times. We, You know, we had been to the Elite Eight six, six times. Uh, so, in these last few years, I'd just done everything I knew to do. And then when this job presented itself, you know, I, I spoke with Coach Ladner about it, and I knew that he he was here, and this kind of jump-started his career, and he ended up winning the national championship. But you got to look and positioning yourself. Uh, if you get in this business, you want to ultimately try to get to the top of your game. And so I couldn't think of anywhere else that I would want to be uh, then Jones College to give me an opportunity to, to come here, continue what's been built here, and then kind of build my brand and, and then see where that leads me to. But uh, coming close to home, and I've told a lot of people this, you know, I've lived my entire life basically in, in Memphis, Tennessee, except for my time that was here in Hattiesburg. And so my coaching career has gone far, full circle. I'm back. I'm excited to be here, and I can tell you, uh, there's some exciting things happening here at Jones College. I think a lot of people in at both Jones and Southern Miss are excited by the fact you and you and Jay Ladner friends, and of course, uh, man, the, the Mississippi Junior College basketball program uh, across the board just is is extremely good. We know what what Missy Bilderback's done on the women's side, and and I think Southern Miss fans are are, are excited that one of their own, you know, is going to build the men's basketball program into a powerhouse. But Jay Ladner and you, you you've been friends for a long time, and I know he's pumped about you being there as well. Yeah, and, and, and I've got to thank Coach Ladner a lot because, he, you know, he was an influence in, in, in trying to lead me to, to looking at this position. 
um, and, and really selling Jones College and did an excellent job uh, with, with kind of guiding me through the process and, and letting me know how great the situation really was at Jones. And, and you know, I, the people here is what make Jones what it is. That's why it's so special. From Dr. Smith all the way down to, to, to Dr. Kane, um, we got some really, really good people on this campus, and they really care not only about the student-athlete, uh, you know, also academically, but athletically. I can tell you I gave them a vision of what I wanted to do when I got here, and I'm talking about with facilities, just to kind of upgrade. And like I told uh, Dr. Kane, this is going to be a Division One RAN program at the junior college level. Our kids are going to think when they leave my program – when they go to the Division One level, they're, they're not going to see a whole lot of difference because we're upgrading our facilities and we're going to run this thing first class. And I think that's what sold, uh, sold me to Dr. Smith and, and to Dr. Kane because I, I really have a vision. I believe I can do it. And, uh, you know, like I told Coach Ladner, hey, every day I walk in this gym, there's a banner that's hanging up in the middle of, of our Coliseum, <laughs> and it says 2014 national champions, and I told him my goal is to walk out of here and be another Golden Eagle who puts another national championship banner up in this in this Coliseum. Yeah, and it's so it's so awesome that you know Jay's been there before, and he's he's won at the the, the highest level, and and he has succeeded right where you are, uh, Coach. About a minute left, and we uh, we were joking in that in that in your press conference about the fact of uh, you know MK Turk and and how much he had impacted your life. You got energy like gold, Coach Turk. Though you want to run this type of basketball where people want to come watch it in Ellisville. Yes, I've said this, and I've said it several times. This is going to be a fan-friendly type offense and defense. If you're a fan and you like to see a lot of points, you found the right coach. If you're a fan who likes to see a team play 94 feet worth of defense at the college level, this is the, this is the coach and this is the team. We are going to be really exciting. We are going to play with a lot of energy. I can tell you I'm not going to leave any stone unturned. I've been on the recruiting uh, trail you know, for about four weeks now, and we've already signed four quality players. Um, but it's going to be fan-friendly. And, and, and I'm a guy that's out in the community. I'm a guy that shakes a lot of hands. I'm a guy that wants to get people into the Coliseum. And so you're going to see me out and about, and uh, we certainly hope that you guys will come down and see Jones College uh, because, you know, we're a Southern Miss guy, but I'm at Jones College, and uh, I'm excited to be a Bobcat. All right, Coach Miller, we really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations on the new position, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, following your program. Hey, thank you so much for having me on and uh, being able to talk about, about, about what's going on here at Jones. All right, Newton Miller, everybody. Golden Eagle now in charge of the Jones College basketball program. Jack Duggan's next. Going to talk a little Southern Miss baseball. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Coach Newton Mueller for joining us uh, in the first segment. Congratulations to a former Golden Eagle on his new coaching position. 
This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great folks down there. Kathleen and her great staff have a great selection of Southern Miss apparel. It's right there on Hardy Street across from the campus. They're open Monday through Saturday for your shopping convenience. So you can even go online at CampusBookmart.net and order online. Or you can call Campus Bookmart. Miss Kathleen will help you with your selection and, and mail it to you. So, I mean, my goodness, they make it uh, about as easy uh, as it can be. All right, Jack Duggan, no stranger to the Eagle Hour. He's our buddy and a guy that we uh, think very highly of. We're always happy to have him on the show. And, Jack, we wanted to talk a little baseball with you this afternoon about the Southern Miss kids. But before we get to that, some breaking news out of the World Series that kids on the North Carolina State team, or North Carolina, yeah, North Carolina State, have tested positive for COVID. Uh, and so the virus, once again, when we think it's over, it rears its head at the oddest time in the College World Series. Your thoughts about that? Well, it's you know it's it's unexpected. It's unexpected. It's certainly disappointing. You know, you, heck, I was you know I was going to ride out the rest of my day of, of my <laughs> week uh, doing some work, listening to uh, Vanderbilt and NC State get after it, but. Uh, who knows when and if that's going to happen? So uh, it's it's quite disappointing, especially since there's been no you know no stoppage because of COVID uh, during the whole tournament, and here we are uh, on the on the sort of the eve of the championship series. Uh, finally, uh, with some guys who've tested supposedly who tested COVID or positive for COVID. You know, Jack, we really had the entire baseball season almost free of this stuff. I don't really recall. Any interruption in our baseball season? No, there there was no interruption the Southern Miss season. Uh, you know, we I think we had um, we had a couple of cancellations, but those were all weather related, and uh, I think we made almost all those games up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's weird. Just kind of you know you know what's out there. I mean, you know what's out there, but it just uh, just seems like it it's just kind of had 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 sort of faded further and further back but now it's back in the forefront at least in the college athletic scene right luke you hear anything new since uh, you brought this up to us no kendall rogers just reporting uh that they're saying that at least one player has uh, tested positive for covid and there are quote a few players in the covid protocols but it's still being sorted out which kind of they're, they're waiting i think on additional tests so the game's under a delay right now and just an overview nc state's two and oh vandy uh, has to beat nc state twice to advance to the college world series championships and uh you know jack just as a baseball fan if NC State were have to would have to go home and Vanderbilt wouldn't have to throw rocker or lighter until the college War, you know World Series championship series, dude, whoever comes out of that bottom Mississippi State and, and Texas, you got to be pretty ticked about that because Vandy was going to have to burn one of those dudes today. That's true. I mean that's 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 a that's a very good point, Luke. You know, I didn't think about that, but yeah, if, if for some reason NC State can't continue. You know Vanderbilt, I guess, automatically goes to the championship series, and and they'll have what they'll have three or four days rest. And you know if 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 um, if if State can get by Texas tonight, or if they lose Texas, they'll have to turn back around and play again tomorrow. So uh, you know that's a lot of arms to use over a two game stretch. Where if Vanderbilt doesn't have to play, they they've got their their one and two locked and ready to go. So. 
that's that is definitely a, a, a an interesting potential storyline as all of this plays out. Yeah, but certainly, Jack, that would be a very last resort. Yeah, that'd be tough to do to a team that uh, is undefeated and really the hottest team in the tournament right now. Well, I, I would agree with that, but you know, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's protocols in place. I'm sure there's they've. I, I would like to think that they've thought out well. If if there's a team that can't continue, what do we do? And you know, I I, I didn't obviously I didn't I didn't really look that up when when we were playing in the regional, but. It kind of makes you wonder. I wonder if there's, you know, some stipulations on, hmm. you know, if a team's got guys or, you know, maybe they just make them play without those guys. I don't know. So it's interesting because, you know, when we, we when we were in, in Oxford, we got tested a couple of times. Our guys did. Uh, in fact, you know, we had an official 40-man um, travel roster, 27 players and then 13 others, you know, coaches, uh, equipment, trainers, that sort of thing. Um, I was actually in that 40 as well. So, But since I had been vaccinated, I didn't have to get tested. So hmm. um, so that's the deal. Hey, it, good it, good you, news. Good news, Bob. Just came across. They will start playing at 2.07 p.m. Central Time. So they're going to be able to play Vandy and NC State today. There you well, go. Well, good. Well, there you go. And that's the way it should be. That's exactly right, Jack. That's exactly the way it should be. All right, Jack, let's talk about some of our Southern Miss guys. You you put out a really interesting release earlier today, and uh, that prompted me to call you. And uh, we've all been following Nick Sandlin here. But put in perspective what a splash in Major League Baseball Mr. Sandlin's making. Well, all you have to do is look at his numbers. I mean, he's thrown in 17 games, and he's a guy who's going to – they're not going to use more than an inning at a time. You know, so in 17 games, he's thrown 20 innings, allowed seven hits, five runs. I, I remember seeing two of those given up uh, in, in one game, so I try not to watch him so he can keep his runs total down. <laughs> uh, he's walked nine. He struck out 31. Again, that's in 20 innings. His his opponent batting average is 106, and his WHIP, which is walks and hits uh, per inning pitch, is 0. 0.80. Mm. And I think you guys know that's pretty impressive. So he's had three holds, which is which is basically a stat that that kind of keeps the lead uh, in front of the closer who who gets the save. And uh, he's one and zero with a two point two five earned run average, and guys, I, that's pretty salty for for a guy who's who's a rookie, who's what three years uh, out of college baseball, who's been very dominant in the middle of that that bullpen for the Cleveland Indians. I mean, he's he's been really spectacular. And let's keep in perspective: he's facing the best baseball players on the planet. Oh, there's no doubt, and he, you know, he he he. You know, his first summer in pro ball, I think he jumped three or four leagues. So he went from low low A or rookie ball, you know, all the way up to double A. So, you know, and he was really on cusp um, last year of making it. Uh, but he got hurt at some point. I think in 19 he got hurt a little bit. And then, uh, you know, kind of made his way back. He was in the – he was at the alternate site uh, for – uh, the Indians last year just never made it to the big club. You know, of course, there was no minor league baseball 
uh, a year ago. So, so is you know the development side of it, you know, kind of took him back a little bit. But uh, tell you what, he is he has pitched <laughs> phenomenal. If you go back his last three, his last three, um, his last three outings, he threw threw at the Chicago Cubs on the twenty second. Uh, went two thirds of an inning. You know, two hits, a run, a walk, two strikeouts. Probably not one of his better outings, but you know, on the 19th he pitched at Pittsburgh, where he threw uh, an inning and two thirds, and he fanned three, walked one, did not allow a hit or a run. And then back on June the 16th against Baltimore, he threw a scoreless uh, inning. So, you know, he's he he has really had a had a great rookie campaign. Go back to when he started here, Jack, because nobody follows the program any closer than you. How early on in his Southern Miss career did you think, God, this guy's really special? Well, it didn't take long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It didn't take long. I mean, you know, here's a guy who was our closer for his first two years, and, you know, he was just – he was unhittable. He was a guy that came from all kinds of different angles, arm angles, and and you just never know – you know what angle he was going to come from. I, sometimes I don't think he knows until he, you know he goes into that that motion, and uh, just just very very hard to hit. I I remember his junior year when he was a starter. We were playing up at Old Dominion, and uh, I remember the uh, I remember the uh, the SID from Old Dominion. I don't know if it was in a tweet or in, in their story. Uh, basically said. It was like it was Old Dominion was trying to hit wiffle balls out there <laughs> off of Nick Sandlin, and and that's kind of the way it is. He's got that that really sharp break on that slider, and I tell you what, when he's on, he's tough to hit, and uh, he's he 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 found his way of 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 getting guys out. And, and it has been very successful for him. And I remember the night he shut out Mississippi State when he started his first game. And after the game, the Mississippi State head coach said, there's no doubt that Nick Sandlin was the best baseball player in the park tonight. There's, there's no doubt. Yeah. All right, Jack Duggan's going to hang around with us. We'll talk about some of these other kids that are doing very well. We've got, uh, I think, three players in AAA, a couple of more in AA, and we're going to talk about that with uh, the old left-hander on the Eagle Hour as we roll along on a Friday afternoon. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. Continue along on this Friday Eagle Hour live from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel, Luke Johnson, Bob Getty. Happy to have you along with us. Third segment every day of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in 
Hattiesburg, right in the shadow of M.M. Roberts Stadium on the other side of Highway 49. Might not want to drive down Highway 49. I saw some pictures kind of flooded there, so make sure you take one of those uh, those side roads. It may have drained today, but uh, it was pretty rough last night. Anyway, 4th Street Bar and Grill, Catfish Friday was today. You missed it. So go next week. But 4th Street Bar and Grill is going to have lots of stuff going on this weekend, College World Series on and uh, we appreciate uh, their support of the eagle hour last kind of bookend guys uh, on this uh, nc state vandy game that's going on and jack duggan uh, southern miss sports information director continues with us this afternoon on the eagle hour uh jack you you never want to you're going to play the game which is which is awesome first pitch now at 207 but reports that nc state is only going to go into this game with like 14 players or 13 so that means that out of your pitchers, you, you got to get basically a, a, a whole game. That's a pretty wild note going into the first pitch in about 30 minutes. Yeah, well, you, you only need 10 guys, man. I mean, that's really – I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody likes to over overcomplicate things. You just need 10 guys, and you go out there, <laughs> you throw the ball out there, and you play. No, I'm kidding, obviously, but – uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch just to see that very fact and see. You know, I mean. I mean. I hate to say it, but uh, I don't know who's pitching for NC State today. But he's probably going to be asked to carry a huge load uh, today and carry and, and and cover a lot of innings. <laughs> because uh, going to be one of those uh, Hill Denson Daryl Lindsey hundred seventy five pitch count appearances it'll be yeah. you know jack we uh, we kind of rag coach denson about that we said you know daryl Lindsay said you ran your pitch count up and 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 he'll said oh daryl didn't throw hard enough for a pitch count so yeah. um he denies any knowledge it, it, of that it happens yeah <laughs> anyway back uh bookend on on nick sandlin and then you know uh, let's talk about some of these other guys but you know when you when you look at sandlin you look at the the relieving appearances sometimes relievers get a bad rap on their era nicks is brilliant it's 2.25 but i mean you're talking about a guy that pitches uh one inning every few days and so to have one not just that low but especially uh, as a reliever sometimes you know one bad day can really jack up your era so he's only only given up five runs in 17 appearances just just extraordinary that really is extraordinary. I was, I was looking to see if there was an inherited runner. Um, you know, a lot of times those guys come in with clean, clean sheets. You know, start an inning. Um, you know, he's he's inherited twelve runners. You know, this year and only five of those have scored. So that's less than fifty percent. So, so at that level, that's pretty good as well. So, so he's getting out of jams and and. Uh, and he's not, you know, it's funny. He's not even given. Uh, he's not even given up a lot of extra base hits. You know, opponents slugging is only one ninety seven against him. So you know, that's pretty strong too. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it's been it's been fun to watch his ascent ever since. Uh, you know, he left here. You know, I, I think it was a foregone conclusion from everyone that covered. Uh, Southern Miss baseball, or followed Southern Miss baseball, that that Nick Sandlin would make the big, the big leagues and and would do it sooner rather than later, and that's certainly uh, what what he has done. All right, Bob? I want to ask you about. Uh, I don't think I, I surprised is the right word, but 
Kirk McCarty is throwing AAA. He's right on the cusp of, of maybe joining Sandlin on the Indians roster. It's possible. I mean, he keeps he keeps going out there. He's five and one, and I think twelve starts uh, for for their AAA affiliate in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and uh, he he just you know he he goes out there and he keeps he gets outs. You know, he's he's five he's five six innings every start and. You know what? You can do that. You you got a chance to make it to the big leagues. You know, to, because they want guys that they carve up innings and 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 you know get a majority of the outs in a ball game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's certainly what he's done. And he's he's getting strikeouts. He's not walking a lot of people. Uh, he's 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 probably given up uh, more home runs than he's than he likes. I think he's given up had given up twelve this year. Uh, over his uh, fifty plus innings uh, so far, but you know, I mean, I mean, credit you know, credit Kirk. I mean, he, always a very bright individual, a guy that 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 you know, kind of like Drew Boyd is now, very cerebral in his approach to pitching, and um, he has certainly used that to his advantage. Well, one the, uh, one kid, uh, say kid, he's a young man now that. Uh, I think it's fair to say it's kind of flown under the radar is Bradley Roney. He's now in his seventh year of professional baseball and throwing triple-A ball for the Mets organization. Yeah, I mean, um, his last year, I can't remember, it was 14 or 15, but, you know, he's a guy that was in probably, you know, one of our most heralded signing classes, that 2012 class that, that had uh, – Mason Robbins in it as well, and and a few other uh, Connor Barron I think was in that class as well, and so uh, you know he's 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 overcome some some arm injuries along the way, and uh, has has bounced around a couple of organizations, but he seems like he's found a home uh, in the Mets organization, and uh, is pitching pitching fairly well for them. And how long, Jack, has Cody Carroll? He's a Triple A pitcher right now. He's yes. been up and down. I, he's he's thrown some major league ball. How long has he been playing professionally? He's he's you know about the same time seven eight years. Um, you, you try not to you try not to get that Cody uh, confused with the the, the right. one that we had. <laughs> you right. know that's kind of funny that that you'd have two Cody Carrolls in the in the. The span of of eight years yeah, exactly. uh, on your roster, but uh, you know, uh, you know, Cody was up uh, with the Orioles in 2019. You know, he he was originally drafted from here by the Yankees and got uh, and got traded right at the deadline uh, back in 2019. And uh, you know, as soon as he got traded, um, as soon as he got traded by. Um, the Yankees to the Orioles, they called him up right away, and so he he spent most of the rest of, of the 2019 season uh, with with the, the big club. Uh, I think uh, he had some some injuries as well uh, that he sort of have, have has had to overcome during that time. But uh, pitched, I think, a little bit last year. Maybe that was 18 that he got traded um, to. Um, to the to the uh, to the Orioles. Sorry if I, if I sometimes my years get mixed up. But you know he was he was taken in the the 2015 2015 draft by the Yankees in the 22nd round. So you know that's a credit to him. He he's he stuck around as well and mm-hmm. and and it's and it's you know made a little money for himself. 
Luke Johnson, put in perspective how good you are if you're playing AAA baseball. Jack knows this too. You know, a lot of times, uh, at least in in the last several years, they they really key their their double A guys, and so triple A is in some ways has been. It's a it's more of an insurance policy policy level, and so what that means is you're good enough to play in Major League Baseball. They just there, there's no spot for you at this moment, but you're the guy that's popping up next. When I was the the chaplain for uh, the for the New Orleans uh, Zephyrs at the time, now they're the awful baby cakes, but yeah, it was just the, the fact that guys would would go back up and forth, you know, the last five spots on the roster were continually turning over and so, you know, you know if you're in AAA, you're the next man up, and that is uh, that's why it's some of the the best baseball. Um, but you know, we we look at where where Walner is now. He's on a he's on a fast track, and and Jack, I guess again, you being a Twins fan, you got to be thrilled. Walner's average is up this year, and it seems that if he's he's biting less on some of those sliders that that he'd struck out on in the past. Yeah, he's looked really good. Unfortunately, you know, he's been on there. He's been on the uh, the IL for about a month. Yeah, uh, he uh, he he broke his hamate bone, uh, which is a common injury for hitters when they swing, and 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 it just takes some time for them to heal. So, and he's supposed to be back, you know, sometime I think early next month. But but yeah, he was killing it. Three thirty three, three four homers. He driven in fourteen, playing really well in right field for for their high A ball club in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And uh, you know, he, he just you just see that progression and that confidence, you know. And, and you know, the one thing they always tell you, you know, you, you got to get more more playing time at the different levels as you move up. And and he certainly he certainly was doing that until he got hurt, uh, unfortunately, about a month ago. Yeah, well, we appreciate it, Jack. We love our Golden Eagle baseball, don't we, brother? We do, and, and uh, it's fun. It's uh, we got a bunch of guys playing around the country and collegiate leagues as well and i'm sure you guys have talked about them too so and don't forget the draft coming up uh july 11 through 13 it's going to be a little different uh or a little later this year than it normally is and uh, they'll they'll work that around the all-star game always good we to don't want to think sh- about that yeah, no, no, we don't no, want to no, think no, about no. what's going to happen Always good to have you on the show, Jack. We're appreciate you, brother. No problem. You guys have a great weekend. All right. Jack Duggan, everybody. Sports Information Director. Great friend of the Eagle Hour. We'll be back. having the old left-hander jack duggan joining us for those middle two segments today on the eagle hour and special thanks to coach newton Mueller, the brand new men's basketball coach at jones college in ellisville former southern miss golden eagle and so now uh jay ladner of course at southern miss newton Mueller at jones college and got to think there's going to be some uh 
some future Bobcats or some Bobcats as, as future Eagles with those two being friends and uh, really, really thankful for his time. And congratulations uh, to to uh, him being named the new head coach at Jones College. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by D1 Training and DBAT on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg. DBAT Hattiesburg is the website. Go see him on Hardy Street. Great place to have, like, parties and stuff. I'm telling you. And, and and if you if you want to work on uh, your 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 batting, that's the place to do it. I mean, you can go in there, punch in the computer, and you can work on hitting balls low in the zone. You can work on hitting outside curve balls, uh, off speed stuff, softball and baseball. So it's an absolutely great place to go. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Bob, a special. Birthday. We yes, need to let people absolutely. Know about. We want to wish my mother, Jeanette Getty, a happy birthday today. I'm not going to say how old she is, but I will say that uh, we hope she has a wonderful day. She loves her sweets, Luke, and we took her an Oreo cake uh, to her apartment last night. I would predict that by the end of the weekend, she will have eaten the entire cake. Uh, but happy birthday, <laughs> Mom. We love you, and uh, we hope you have a great day. There's a reason Sanders not on today. He's out of town, and so I'm thankful that Sander didn't hear that because he'd have gone over and he'd have taken her cake. Oreo. Yeah, he'd have eaten her cake. cake. Yeah, so. yeah. I've well, experienced Kelly down that in, uh, in Florida. Down in Florida visiting John Carter. He's actually watching a uh, a minor league baseball game right now, Twins and, and the Red Sox, uh, I think single-A teams. But, yeah, I, I, th- I thought of Kelly, and this is bad, and, and he can roast me next week. But what whatever type of bone Matt Walner broke, I thought I heard Jack say he broke his ham eating sandwich or ham sandwich <laughs> eating bone, and immediately Sander came to mind. So yeah, anyway, we did. love him. We we really did. really do. As hard as as hard as that is to imagine, it's true. <laughs> How long have y'all been friends? Uh, we've known each other a long time, a, a long long time twenty twenty plus years. Yeah. Yeah. Notice, ladies and gentlemen, he did not answer my question in the positive. I asked him how long they had been friends, and he said they had known each <laughs> other for many, many That's a really good point. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you something else, Luke, while we're talking about it. And this is another longtime friend of mine and a guy that I love dearly and is just a wonderful man. They're going to be on the show next Friday. The one and only Mitchell Williams, the uh, regional FCA director. People don't know this about Mitchell. He was a star track athlete at Southern Miss. I met his son the other day, actually, Luke, and and he quickly reminded me that Mitchell's wife was actually a better athlete than his dad. His mom was a better athlete than his dad. But uh, you know well about the great work Mitchell does with uh, kids all through uh, South Mississippi, and and I'm sure you're a big supporter of uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Absolutely. I was involved with it as a as a high school um, athlete, and I was involved with it as a Southern Miss Golden Eagle, and now some of my friends are uh, doing the, the crucial work of, of that ministry on campuses and just being able to hang out in dorm rooms and, and uh, in locker rooms and, and, and do yeah. all kinds of stuff. So we really appreciate it. Let, let me it. throw this out real quick, Luke, in the couple minutes that we have left. I got a lot of feedback on, on the interview that we did with Tyrone Nix. I just thought it was a fantastic interview. And it occurred to me last night that the very end of the interview, what he said to you, he said, I love you, Luke. And I heard you reply. And that was the relationship. Am I wrong or right? I think I'm right. 
That was the relationship between all of you guys and Jeff Bauer and Tyrone Nix and in that era of Southern Miss football. Yeah, and, and the very fact that, that love in that context didn't mean we smiled at each other every day. It meant that he would run your everlasting tail off and get on you. But, like I told him, I said, you know, about three years in, you realize it was because he was pushing you to be your very best. I mean, there were some days where you'd just be like, man, these guys hate me. They hate me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like they were, you know, mistreating us, but it was just they stay on you, you know. And, man, Coach, yeah, I, did, I didn't go to class. My alarm didn't go off. I punishment run at 6 o'clock. Don't be late. And it's just, you know, it's like, oh, you can't can't get a break. Well, a lot of times in the real world you don't get breaks. And so they were, they were pumping into us discipline. They were pumping into us respect. They were pumping into us honor people around you. And you look at, you know, how a lot of dudes came out of, of being coached up by, by Jeff Bauer and, and Tyrell Nix, and they're just they're, they're good husbands, and, and we didn't bat a 1,000 in that, but good husbands, good fathers, good citizens, and it was because of what men like that poured into us. Yeah, it was a great interview. Really, really enjoyed our time. We've got another great Golden Eagle on the show Monday, General Jeff Hammond, quarterback for Bobby Collins, uh, back in the day when Southern Miss made its national footprint in football goes on to be an American military hero and are now working very closely with the university and service to veterans. So really looking forward to having General Jeff Hammond on the show Monday. All right, Luke's off for a couple of days. He'll be back. Uh, Kelly and I will have it Monday. We'll see you. Hope you have a great, safe, happy weekend. Until then, Mr. Luke Johnson, Southern Miss. To the top. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.